Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Bitches Be Brave podcast, where we talk about support for each other and what it means to be brave as a mom, as a woman, as a working mom. I'm your host, Bev Steele. And quite frankly, work-life balance is crap. We all just want a life. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I am talking with Heather Smith, and I have to tell you that this interview came at a time that I really needed to hear Heather's message. As many of you know, I have a mom who is 92, and I've been back and forth to Arizona in support of her. And unfortunately, we lost my husband's mom a couple of years ago. So we have dealt with loss, and I really believe like I'm at a time in my life where looking at pictures just doesn't feel like enough, especially pictures from dad's time, my mom's time growing up, where some of the time I don't even recognize some people. So the reason why I'm so excited about you hearing from Heather um, and hearing about her company, StoryFile, is that it's an amazing company that helps to preserve our stories and the stories of the people that we love. I talk a lot about saying, or, you know, my mantra, if not now, when, and I feel that way about pictures. I've never been a scrapbooker. I, you know, take videos. I don't do things with them. I literally save all of my kids' phones because they've taken pictures of themselves on it and I don't even know what to do with that. I think that StoryFile is a great way to really be able to start small and and grow. And you are able to tell your story or have the people that you love tell their stories. You'll hear in the interview, Heather has some good examples of how other people have used story files. And as working moms and the busyness and the craziness, I think that you will really enjoy some of the things that people have done. I'm looking forward to sharing some of my own stories as I build out my story file and the story file of my mom. So here we go. Hi, Heather. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to finally get to talk with you. I'm so excited for our listeners to hear about StoryFile and hear your story. And I just thought we could spend a couple minutes and you could just tell us about how you began the company and followed your passion and got to where you are today. Wow. That's going to be a lot. (laughs) (laughs) We can do it in 30 minutes. (laughs) We can do it. Let me see the the cliff note version. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. I'm glad we finally made it together. I've been passionate about, first of all, let me, let me just say this. When I was a kid, I was never one of those kids that, that really loved being with people my own age. And I loved hearing the stories, especially of my grandparents' friends. And it occurred to me one day, you know, you should, and maybe I I read a quote somewhere from something that if you can learn from others, you just don't have to go through that. You don't have to go through everything. Or at least if you go through something similar, you know that other people have gone through it before. And so I started my career as an experiential designer for exhibitions and installations. And I was interviewing a lot of people along the way. I was sitting across from a a Holocaust survivor for one exhibit that I was doing. And it occurred to me also that my grandchildren, your kids, your grandchildren would never have those conversations, would never be able to have that ability to just sit across from a survivor and just ask whatever you wanted to, whatever was on your mind. So it got me thinking 
And this was in 2010, actually the latter part of 2009 into 2010. Why isn't it possible that even after these people are gone, why can't we still continue those conversations? That led to a project that I did in partnership with the USC Shoah Foundation and the Institute for Creative Technologies. And that was called Dimensions and Testimony. And then from that, I wanted to, it was successful. And we, we actually, you know, when we started it, we didn't know whether it would work. Obviously, it ended up working. Thank God. <laughs> but, you know, millions of dollars later. Anyway, <laughs> no, no pressure, no pressure at all. But I kept getting these questions about, oh, this is so cool. I love this. You know, can I do this myself? And so it occurred to us, all right, I knew that I could do presidents. We could do thought leaders. We could do people that have changed the world. We could do other really interesting people that needed to be documented. And, you know, the civil rights movement or veterans and some of the greatest generation that's helped make this country what it is today throughout the 20th century. But what happens to the average person, you and I, why can't we do that? Why can't we do that with our parents? If anyone has ever had someone that they love dearly pass away, we keep phone mess. We keep the recordings on our messages, on our machines, on our voicemail. We keep photos and we look at the, I mean, it just videos. You want something of them and to hear them and see them in action and feel as if they're, they're there talking to you. So we said, all right, if that's going to happen, it has to be automated. It has to be cloud-based. You have to be able to use a camera that you actually own, that you have on you, you know, on you. And it had to be super, super easy. And the infrastructure for that didn't really start coming into play until about 2016, 2017. We started Storyfile in 2016, but we really didn't get going until 2017, 2018. And that's when it's, we started to see, okay, we may be able to do this for everyone, which has led us to now launching our first consumer product, which is Storyfile Life that you can do with your 92 year old mother. I love it. I mean, when your publicist first reached out, I barely got through her first paragraph and I said, yes, oh my gosh, yes, I love this. Mm-hmm. And for just that reason, I, I mean, I was sharing a little bit before we started recording that my husband just recently lost his mom. My mom just turned 92. I lost my dad a few years back. And to have some of those stories, like you say, just the stories for my children, for my grandchildren, for me is so important. And I love the piece that you say about learning. Because my mom, still at 92, she'll be like, I'm amazed that I still can learn something every day. Like something, gosh, I wish I would have known this a long time ago. (laughs) And we used to call the little tips my mom gave her like mommelies. And I'm like, gosh, I would love to get all your mommelies like in one. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) One place. I love that. I love that. I guess. That's exactly story for life. It's all those stories, all those things that you've, you've heard over the years that you want to preserve. 
Yeah. So immediately I was thinking that for your aging parents, of course, but also as you you were talking, I was thinking I have a very good friend that was just diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. and she's, you know, thinking about all of those things, although we are all very positive that she's going to be fine and go through all of this, but you start thinking about those things, you know, and it could be a gift for your children as well to do it yourself. Correct. Absolutely. You just, you you know, that's one of the things that we've struggled with a lot is that, we don't want people to do it when they're 80, when they're 70 or when they're 90, you know, or God forbid they get sick and they, you know, they call us and they're like, Oh my God, can you take our, you know, get our, our father's story file. Mm-hmm. And okay. He's, you know, in hospice, but whatever, but right. you, you want to do it early enough to, you can really convey who you are, your essence. You want to be able to tell those stories and leave that, that, legacy for your future generations. So you're right. You know, you do, you never know. For example, I have a horrific situation right now. A very good friend of ours was diagnosed with Parkinson's and it turned out to be not only Parkinson's, but a terminal form of Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. And we could have gotten her story file six months ago, eight months Mm -hmm. ago, and it never happened. And now you're trying to do it. They're trying to type on a voice recorder that, that Stephen Hawkins used, a very similar system. Ah, yeah. And that's not who she was. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so you really, although it's better than nothing, obviously, and you should do it. I would encourage everyone to do it. it right. What, you know, no matter what state, no matter what you can get, I don't care if you get 20 questions answered doesn't matter. We had another gentleman whose father, something happened suddenly. He was only able to get 75 questions answered, but it's fine. It's enough. Like every birthday, every universe, like he goes to that and he can talk to him and just ask him and hear his voice and see him, like see his humor and laugh with him. So it's a beautiful gift to give Mm -hmm. to somebody truly. And it's in your own words. So your mama can say, she can say it exactly the way she would say it to you, all the things that she would say, the way she said it. And it never goes through that whole telephone game and gets rewritten every, every generation and right and whatever, you know, it's her. So, yes. Well then, you know, take me through the, the process then, because I know just struggling trying to help my mom use her iPhone that yeah. technology wise. Yeah. 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 You said it's easy and that was super important. I'm sure yeah. that is because not only if you're 92, but all of us can be challenged sometimes yeah. by technology. So oh, sure. how have you made it easy and kind of what is the process? I would advise her to get you to help her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or one of your children, one of your children. No, I'm serious. <laughs> you know, can, can she go on a website? Yes. Yes. She emails. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Good. If she can email, she can for sure do yeah. this. It's literally pressing a button record. It gives you a prompt and the question to talk about, to answer you, yeah. you whenever you're ready, you, you hit record, you answer that question and you stop recording. And, you and then press, if you, you want, save. will it go on to another question? Will it continue yeah. on? If, if you, you hit, have, you hit save. Uh huh. Or you can re, you can listen to it, but she probably wouldn't listen to it and re-record it. But you could yeah. hit save, and then it just goes on to the next question. You're done. I love it. 
And then it literally with it, it's instantaneous, Beverly, she could do this in the afternoon and you could sit and have a conversation with her in the evening and she wouldn't even have to be there. Wow. Yeah. And is it something that evolves? Because you talked a little bit about like, why wait? I tell my children, like you evolve, I have evolved every 10 years. And that's why I say, don't get a tattoo now because when you're 30, you're not going to be that same person. Right. Right. So is it something that you can add to and evolve? Yeah. So how does that work? I would think, I would love people to do this. I think that when you're younger, you you do change and you evolve so quickly. So if I were a parent of a 10-year-old, for example, I would do it at 10. I'd do it at maybe 14, 15, 16. I would definitely do one as they were going to college. I would do one when they, they finished college and you know where are they at that, at that moment in their life. The way you look at the world comes through when, you, when you're going through and answering these questions. Where you're at at the moment is present. And then I would think that you could probably go, you know, I'm 30 or maybe when I'm getting married or if I have my first child or something like different life moments, you would obviously have other scripts and other things that you can answer. Because, you know, I'm not going to go in and answer the parenting script if I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to answer the brides being the bride and, and be, you know, having a wedding if I've never been married. So you get to those moments, those life cycle moments, and those, those questions and those, those conversations open up for you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have experience, you have a, a, an opinion, you have something that you want to remember and reflect on. And then you can do those at different points in your life. Then you can do it at, let's say you did the the same basic life script at 30 and 40 and 50 and 60. And you had this whole trajectory and it was all laid out. Eventually what's going to happen on StoryFile is you'll have a timeline. And on that timeline, we'll have all the different recordings at different points in your life that you've done. Mm. So you can distinguish, if I ask you the same question, you could answer it as a 40-year-old. You can answer it as a 50-year-old. You can answer it as a 65-year-old. If I have family members that have also done a story file, they would be on my timeline when they did it, at what age and who they are. So I would have other family members that had done it before I was even born, eventually. Mm-hmm. Like Think about it. In 40 years, you could have a whole timeline of everybody in your family that's done a story file and generations that you have never even met. Wow, that is great. I was never the mom that we could be journaling and taking that picture every week or what, you know, I, I was crazy. I'm a little ADD. Hmm. So the fact to do something like this, this is basically journaling in 3D, right? I mean, because you're able to get that information out in a relatively short period of time, you know, and have it on video. I think that's great. And as you were talking, I was just thinking, what a gift that my daughters would be able to go back and maybe listen to what I was feeling and thinking the first time I was pregnant, you know, or the first time I had a miscarriage or some things, or, you know, just maybe times that were hard or, you know, talk about just making things not feel alone, like maybe something that they're going through. We all go through the same things, everyone. Just yeah. at different points in our life, different extremes, maybe. 
but there's not one thing that I couldn't talk to you. If I sat down and talked to you for hours, there's not one thing that I couldn't learn from you or benefit from that conversation. And I, I guarantee you that we'd find something where we've gone through the similar, similar things and similar life cycles and similar experiences because right. we're only human. It's, it, there are some things that will, that are eternal, you know, and, ish, yes. and things that are universal to everyone. Right, right. And I just don't think that we share enough of that human. And I don't know if it's because everyone's not sharing and there's some shame. It's like, oh, I went through this. Yeah, but I definitely, as my daughters are getting older, I do want to share more. Like, I remember a point because when they're younger, you want them to think that mom and dad are perfect and listen to us. But there comes a point when they're like, oh my God, you're perfect. I'm like, oh no, I don't want you to think I'm perfect because life isn't perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to be able to find a way to share that, I just love. Well, also, to, to you mentioned that your father died. I'm so sorry about that. But I want to ask you, at this point in your life, are there questions that you would have for him that you didn't either think to ask when he was alive or you didn't ask when he was alive that you would want to know now? Both. Yeah. I think think that's that's true of pretty much everyone. Yeah. My father was in the Korean war and he was very reserved about that. But Mm -hmm. I think that that may have been something that he would have been able to share more. He was a public speaker too. And I think he would have loved to have been on film. (laughs) For sure. And it's also about being yourself on film. You know, we have so many, we have so many personas and so many, like on Twitter, you're one person on Instagram, you're another person on your Facebook, you're another person. This is just a place for you to be you, to be reflective, to think about things, you know, to pass on what we've all learned and our experiences and just let people know. And you're a product of what your parents went through and their stories and their parents' stories, your grandparents, and those people are products of their grand, their parents and grandparents. So it just, you're a product of all of this. So why not know as much as we possibly can when we want to and have all those questions answered and have those conversations and get to know those people. It, it would make our lives richer. Yeah. And you made mention of us saving recordings. I still have voicemail recordings of my dad. And to think about having things like that on some phone, like what is the longevity of that? There isn't one. And I even save like my kids' old phones because they just took pictures of themselves and stuff. And this was even before we could upload in the cloud and everything. And so I have all this stuff, but to be able to have it all kind of in one place and really what we want is... I would love to have a great place that has the recording of my kids at 10 and then at 20 yeah. and then graduating from college or whatever it is. Or how about photos? Like, you know, you, how you go back and you have photo albums from your parents and, and you're looking at them and you're going, I don't even know who these people are. I was going to say that to you. I, yeah. Yes. And what, what's happening? Or, this is a picture of me. I know it's a picture of me at three years old, but I have no idea what, what is happening yeah. in this picture. So StoryFile, eventually what we're going to do is we're going to allow you to upload some of those photos and you're going to be able to tell the story behind that photo. Because every photo, every memento, everything we wear, the necklace that you're wearing right now, the pendant, I mean, it it has a story. I'm sure it has a story. Everything has a story. So pick some things that are really important to you, documents or report, you know, whatever it is, and tell that story behind it so that people know what you're passing on. 
And it's not just this, okay, so it's a bunch of paper or it's a, a statue of something or it's a whatever, you know, tell the story behind it. Cause that'll give it meaning. Right. You wouldn't have that otherwise, but that audio and that story would follow that object. That'd yeah. Is there are times where I'm looking at pictures of my mom and she has no idea. She's like, your dad would have known that. And to be able to have that story, my dad was born in Ireland and immigrated here when he was 18. So we do have a lot of family pictures yeah. from Ireland and we have connected. Like I was there, saw my cousins there. They try to piece things together too, but yeah. all of his siblings have passed on now. So we really are just yeah. relying on each other for mm-hmm. that. So I love that. I love that there's an ability to put pictures because pictures are so important too. And they don't last forever either. I have some on my walls that the sun is starting to, uh, you know, yeah. fade out. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's, so fun. That's, that's fun. Yeah. That is so great. So then once you do a story file, then it lives in a cloud for however long. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you then would ever download or does it always stay in there? Or how does that work? So that's a great question. If you purchase the full package, so there's a premium package and it allows you to answer as many questions as you want over time. You are able to download everything. You will have that option, not in this first iteration, but you will have that option or we can send it to you as well. But it's not going to be interactive. That's the key. Right. So, and If you're leaving it with us to store it for you, it's safe. You don't necessarily have to pay anymore for storage or or pay it. So, and we've got it duplicated and there's a ton of redundancy and et cetera, et cetera. So for those people that do want the physical copy of it, for sure. And you, and you get the whole, you know, your whole interview from beginning to end, but it wouldn't be something that you would be able to put through your computer and actually interact with it at that point. Yeah. Not yet yet anyway. Yeah. And I think we all need to look at, you know, where we are storing those precious memorabilia. Both of us are in Southern California and and we deal with California fires and Mm. we've had many friends lose homes and the stories of, I told my daughter to run into her room and get whatever she wanted to take. And she took like three pairs of her favorite jeans. I mean, nowhere in her mind did she ever think, Mm-hmm. I need to go for the personal thing. So it gets you start thinking like, okay, yeah. where am I going to put these things? But even more important than where I'm going to put these things so I can grab them when I need to, where can I really put these things? That they're safe. Safe, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as documents and as far as photos and things like that, there, there's a very interesting app right now that, that just came out. It's called Good Trust. And what they're doing is fascinating because they can save your whole Instagram, like all of your accounts and things like that. And it makes it so not only you can find them, but God forbid something happened to you, people would be able to find everything. So you wouldn't lose that. So, and and that's a very interesting concept for us at StoryFile. It's about preserving your legacy, preserving your story, your memorabilia, things that are important to you that tell a story about you. But it's also the ability for me to ask you questions about your life and really have a conversation and get to know you. Like we talked about before, you have different questions for people in your life at different points of your life. 
So mm-hmm. I'm not going to, at 16, ask my mother what she went through the, you know, the first two months that I was born, you know, and how difficult it was and da, da, da. I'm not even thinking about that at 16. Right. Nor am I thinking about, you know, what was it like for you to have three kids, three teenage kids and, uh, you know, you were working, dad was working, you know, and, it, and how did you make it through that? How does your marriage make it through that? Yeah, and mm-hmm. just how did you balance everything? You don't, you're not thinking about that until you're in that moment, or you're you know you're reflecting of oh, your your father and and going through and coming to this country of eighteen. What was that like? What did, what were you thinking during that period? You know, what was difficult right. for you? What was fun for you? What did you love about America? What did you you know? What did you find weird? And you know, right. All these, little things. You sometimes just don't have those conversations until those people are gone. And then you're all of a sudden it comes to you and you in floods and you're like, God, I wish I had had this information. I wish I was Mm -hmm. able to talk to them. Another thing though, let's forget the whole, I want to know your story. I want to find out about you and et cetera, et cetera. Your loved ones, right? What are those messages you want to leave to your loved ones that you really want them to remember? I had one mother and this was a, a heartbreaking story, but you know what she wanted to use StoryPile for? She happens to travel a tremendous amount and she had a two-year-old mm. and she wanted to record herself telling her daughter, reading her daughter's favorite books so that her husband could have her daughter ask her to read her X, Y, or Z and she could actually do that. Oh, wow. You know, or yeah. even saying, I love you. And I hope you're, you know, I hope you're well, or, you know, happy birthday. It's just little, little things. Well, I understand that a hundred percent. I mean, one of the reasons I started this podcast was about working moms. And I remember when I traveled a lot, I don't travel right now because of pandemic, but <laughs> yeah. it's trying to find ways to connect to my kids when I was gone. I used to like, maybe leave like a little scavenger hunt or yeah. this is before FaceTime. Like you could even FaceTime, but still that is not the same because it's, you never call at the right time. Right. Dad is busy with all of these things. So and it's totally accessible. Anytime that that child wants you to read this story and then she can yes. choose the story she wants to hear. Yeah. You know, or anything. Yeah. And then I love you. And you could say whatever. And that would be good. (laughs) And then one day her kids can listen to grandma reading that story. Yeah, That is beautiful. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I have to tell you the best story. So we were filming William Shatner. Oh, this is amazing. So he has this family tradition at Christmas every year. He reads the whole family gets together the night at Christmas Eve. And he reads them the night before Christmas. Okay, can you imagine them? I want you to hear his voice in your head. It's yeah. amazing, amazing. So he, when he did his story file, that was one of the things he did that his kids asked if he could do. He oh. recorded himself reading the whole, saying the whole thing. They will have that for their great, great grandchildren to hear. Yes. Oh, that is so amazing. good. Amazing. Making me so sad. I remember stories my dad would tell at the Christmas table. Oh. Yeah. That those are so the ones you have. Those, that's what you have yeah. to ask them to tell. 
during yes. this whole time. You know, and, and we we think that we're taking these home videos at Christmas time. Everyone's running around. You're getting the person, but you're not really getting the person, right? You're you're seeing them and all this great stuff, yeah. But having yeah, having the conversation. I remember my husband one time was sitting with his mom, and they were just talking. My husband played basketball in high school. He's coached basketball. He's met every friend he's ever had through basketball. Like that's how much he loves basketball. And his mom was like in her eighties and he's having a conversation with her and he finds out that she played netball. That's what they called it in England in high school. He's like, I, mom, you played basketball. Like what? Like he never knew. Now that's yeah. something that would have come out in a yeah. story file because you're like, Absolutely. what were you like when you were young or what did what you like to do? Did you play? What kind of sports did you play? Were you, were you on any sports teams? Any- yeah. And I remember him saying at that time, we should interview our parents. He couldn't believe that he, there was things about his mom. Of course, we never did it. And yeah. now we have yeah. the chance to for my mom. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Well. But gonna I do think it. here we mm-hmm. thought we were taking all these videos and we were getting, we're going to have these forever to look at, but to actually have the stories and the person is so much more. Well, valuable. I'm going to make you feel good because StoryFile did not exist then. So you could not have done it then, but now yeah. it's done. Now it does. So good. We're moving, we're moving on. Yes. <laughs> From this point on, nobody is going to go through what you went through and, and then hopefully we'll, we'll all do it. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I have three daughters and sometimes I said, well, I didn't do that for the older, so I'm not going to do it for the other two. And that's a ridiculous way to live, <laughs> live your life. Yep. Moving on. We get, we got to start now. You, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Now, when you go on to story file, are there different question things you can pick? Like what are the categories? Yeah. Gosh, there are 1600 questions. Wow. So you mentioned like your, your father was in the Korean war. Yes. There's a, there's a storyline that do we call them storylines? They're like little topics and they have a bunch of questions in them. And there are questions about just about the Korean war. So this is wow. Korean war storyline. There are storylines for everything. And you, you don't have to answer all of the questions in that particular storyline. There might be maybe 15, 10 or 15 of them in each one. We try and keep it kind of to a manageable, you know, it's, so it doesn't it's not overwhelming, overwhelming, but you can pick and choose. Like, let's say there's only two that you want to answer out of that. And you want to add that to your story file. If there are going to be kind of these bundles. So if I want to give a gift to my mother and I want my mother to do a story file, I am going to go through and I'm just going to take the bundle because I'm really busy and I just want to take the bun- the mother bundle. <laughs> the yeah. mother of bundles now the <laughs> the bundle that's ter- like written for mothers yeah and i'm just going to do that one now if she loves this experience so i bought her that package right she does that if she loves the experience she or i can go through and go through those those topics and things like that and say oh okay you did have this ex- this experience in particular let's do this script and add it to your to your basic script It'll evolve. There, there'll be questions that are going to be added as we go, and there'll be new scripts and new topics that are constantly coming out. So you'll get a chance to do a lot. A story file that you might see, for example, in a museum, let's say, that is going to have a lot more continuity between the, the responses. If you sat your, your mother down and you did it all in one go, and you answered, let's say you developed a storyline that was about 200, 250 questions. And you just sat down for the day and you just had that conversation with her, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's one set. That's one interview. That's one story file. And there'll be a lot of consistency throughout that story file. She'll be dressed in the same thing. It'll be the same background, hair, look, she'll be the same age, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you did it, you know, in another six years with her, 96 that or 97, then, you know, her home might've changed her look, you know, she might look a, a bit different. Her outfit certainly would be different. Mm -hmm. So that, when I talked about that timeline, what you want to do is some people may want to ask a question and get, let's say they only answered that question when they were 20. That's fine. Your 20 year old self is going to come up and that, that person is going to answer that question. Or what if I just want to interview or, or talk or have a conversation with my mom at 40? Mm -hmm. I can just go into her story file and, and just ask her questions at that point in her life. Mm -hmm. So there are a little caught, you know, a few different ways to do it and think about yeah. it as it as you evolve it, or just this is what I would recommend to everybody is just do the basic package, do one, do at least do something, do it, just do it. Because 20 years from now, everybody on the planet will have a story file. They'll have a conversational video version of their story. Mm -hmm. So we will all be interacting with video. We'll all be talking to video and interacting with it. So you, you want to do this, just do it now, do something, have it for your children, have it for your grandchildren. And if you want to have fun with it and continue and continue and add it, do whatever, you know, blow it out, right. it, you know, do it to the max for sure. Have fun with it, but at least get, get, get start, at least start. start. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So my sister's actually flying to Arizona where my mom is next week. So we're going to have her start with oh, my mom. Goodness. So before this podcast comes out, I will have had an experience, which I wanted to do before. Oh, that'll so, be awesome. oh you guys yeah. are going to have to tell me all about it. Yeah. And I honestly think like this whole podcast, I meet different individuals. People come into my life, I believe for a reason. And I really felt like that was when we were connected. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so much came up for me when I was looking at story files. So I'm super excited to get, get involved. I truly believe, I truly believe that also as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, people don't just come into your lives accidentally. So. I believe that. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing when that, when that happens. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Cause I know right. I've actually had a tear to my eye a couple mm. times during this. So Heather, how can our listeners find StoryFile and get started? Super easy. Just go to storyfile.com and look up StoryFile Life or, or just Google StoryFile Life. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get it. And your website is so great. And I did watch the William Shatner video it was so great <laughs> so his story file is going to be released on the web, on the story file life website i believe the 28th of october 4th ah in there so everybody will be able to talk to william shatters really so will we get to listen to him read the christmas story at christmas that could become a um, tradition for all of us <laughs> yeah that one i he might have kept private. I don't yeah. think I look on that one. That would be amazing. He, I'm yeah. We, I don't know about that one. It's a Maybe you can release it just one, one year for us all. Okay. <laughs> Limited I'll time. I'll ask, I'll ask him if he'd be willing to do it. That's great. And Heather, one of the questions I always ask my guests, what does it mean to you to be brave? I think the, the courage to really do something that you believe in without the fear of, and without allowing people to stop you 
from doing it. And I got, I can't tell you how many times I got called. I was crazy. And you're, you know, you're insane. You want to talk to dead people. You know, and I think being brave is being persevere and persevering through all of that to get to that moment that you really are envisioning yourself being, you know, and be, be brave enough to be yourself and honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing of bravery. You just got to keep going no matter what anyone else is saying. I love it. Well, thank you so much. It was so great talking with you and I can't wait to follow up with you and let you know how my story file goes. Thank you. I'm so excited too. Thank you so much, Beverly. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.